0: Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank podcast. I am your host Andy Storch and I'm excited that you are joining me again for another great conversation to help you up your game and improve your capabilities in talent development. Today is our bonus Q&A discussion with Liz Bruno who is the Vice President and Chief Learning Officer at Baptist Health. And if you have not already listened to our first conversation which I released a couple of days ago where we covered a lot of things including the importance of taking a consultative approach to learning, the talent mobility programs that Liz Liz has been putting in place and her team has put in place there at Baptist Health, shadowing, taking the degree requirements out of job listings and many other things we covered. Make sure you go back because it is a phenomenal discussion that you don't want to miss. Today's our bonus Q&A round. And Liz, I'm happy to have you back on. I'm going to start with this question. When you think back across your career in especially learning and development, what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment or proudest moment so far?
1: oh gosh well andy i think well i have tons of those moments because i've been around and i've done a lot of things and so uh i've had a lot of great opportunities i think probably the one that jumps out was during COVID. Mm. we did upskilling on steroids in order to prepare more nurses to be able to take care of critical care patients we did a force multiplier program where we took progressive care nurses and we upskilled them with the exactly what they needed to know to be able to work with a prepared experienced critical care nurse to allow that person to be able to care for more patients so we took one of our courses we titrated it down to the essentials we worked with some additional subject matter experts and we upskilled pcu progressive care nurses to be able to be force multipliers We did the same thing with medical surgical nurses to help with PCU. And because there was a whole lot of non-elective or or elective procedures that were not happening in the OR, we took OR nurses and did the same thing for them to to fill roles in med surge. So my team was phenomenal. The work they did was absolutely incredible. And that upskilling and leveling up really, really made a difference for our organization. And I'm very, very proud of that.
0: Yeah, very cool. It was such a stressful time, especially in healthcare for nurses and other medical professionals. And uh, to be able to go do that, something you definitely should be proud of. When you think about the, the flip side, Liz, looking back across your career, what's been one of your biggest failures or mistakes and what has you learned from it?
1: Oh, yes. Well, you know, my goal always is to only make new mistakes.
0: Okay. That's Learn from one. the
1: old ones and just make new ones because we're all human. We're going to make them. Right. You know, a big failure of mine was not reading the tea leaves well. Mm. I had been wanting to, and I built a, a great proposal to build a medical simulation lab for an organization for whom I was working and had gotten a lot of encouragement. I did all this work. I was working with the teams, built this encouragement, encouragement. Yes, yes, yes. I got to a point where I was preparing to present the whole proposal formally. My boss was a little weird, but I wasn't really paying attention. And she had encouraged me to still do the presentation, but she wasn't all that enthusiastic. I got in to, to present it to an executive team. And it was like, no, that's not our priority. How could you not know that's not our priority right now? Mm -hmm. And I was blown away. I hadn't been paying attention. If I had been, I would have been noticing that some things were changing at the top. Some leadership changes were happening. If I had been reading the tea leaves right, I probably would have asked to delay that for a while, mm. but I was so enthusiastic. I yeah. just wasn't paying attention enough. Yeah. so that was a big failure.
0: I, I can I can completely understand if I want to put myself in your shoes, I would imagine you put so much effort and energy into building this. You were so excited about it. are yes. are psychologically, we, we tend to ignore the signs against it because we don't want to see those, right? We just want to move forward with it.
1: Yeah, denial is not just a river in Egypt.
0: <laughs> That's right, to what I've heard. When you think about talent development in general, what would you say is one of the biggest challenges in talent development
1: today? Oof, well, probably two things. Mm. The first one is the limited tenure of a lot of people. And not just in healthcare. I'm talking across everything. People aren't staying with organizations as long as they used to. And so Mm -hmm. it's being able to provide training in a manner and it like with a cadence that meets the needs quickly, Mm -hmm. that gives people what they want in a way that's absorbable, that's useful without thinking that you're necessarily gonna have them for, you know, the next five years. No, that's not the way it is. And so that piece of dealing with the decreased tenure is important. And I think that's that's a challenge. And then the other thing, and I, actually, I think we talked about this before, there's always those people that that are enthusiastic, know what they want, want more, give me more development. And there's other people that want development, but they kind of want you to do it for them. And so helping those people see that they need to own it. We can support it, but they need to own it that's another big challenge.
0: Mm. Yep. Absolutely. Agree with you completely. I'm on a mission to help more people understand uh, the importance of owning their careers as well, as you know, thinking about talent development again, what's a trend that you're following that you're excited about?
1: Well, you know, I think everybody is looking at how, how do we engage people where they are, you know, personalizing learning as much as possible. What can we learn from Netflix, looking at new ways to design new modalities, truly also keeping your eye on the ball, not just doing learning needs assessments once a year. While we have to do that, people need to do that. You've got to come up with ways to find the canaries in the mine much more quickly. And, you know, I almost think of it as... And of course, cause I'm a nurse, I'm going to think this way, but you know, if you put someone on a heart monitor, it's always measuring that activity, right? Yeah, right? It's almost like you as a learning and development person need to be taking the vital signs of your organization all the time. Mm. And so that piece of constantly having your radar on, and then coming up with strategies to meet those needs, I think is really, really important, which speaks to agility and creativity. So I guess that's the trend, the Netflix trend that is in my head, and yeah. I'm hearing it more and more from other places.
0: So you're taking the the heartbeat of uh, individuals and the organization, what's happening in the culture now so that you can yep. personalize learning and really focus on agility and creativity, creating that Netflix of learning or Netflix of talent development.
1: That sounds so corny. I know, but
0: uh, <laughs> I'm just summarizing as good as it's getting to say, today,
1: right? Andy. I'm sorry.
0: Hey, you no, know, I think it's, I think it's good. I think people are going to take something away from that and think, okay, yeah. How can I think about doing this? Liz, I think you have mentioned a couple books already, including in our first conversation, you've mentioned the book Workquake by Steve Cardigan. Are there any other books that you mm-hmm. highly recommend or you've been excited about lately?
1: Right. Well, Work Quake was Steve Cadigan, and he Cadigan. is scary brilliant. Hmm. There's a book called Compassionomics that I think people outside of healthcare should read. It is truly amazing. A guy named Steve Treziac and Anthony Mazzarelli. This man, I I'm frankly madly in love with the frontal lobe of Anthony Treziac's brain. He was a total scientist. He's a he's a um He's a, he's a data guy. Okay. And he was asked to look at this issue. This man is phenomenal and his data shows that caring, caring heals. It's data that shows caring heals. We know that, but the data shows improves patient safety, improves adherence to a program of care, improves communication, motivates people, and it helps the caregiver too. So I love his work. I love his book. And then there's another book. I'm I'm big into using the arts, creativity, strategies. A woman by the name of Amy Herman wrote a book called Visual Intelligence. Hmm. And it I'm telling you, read the book. It will rock your world. and it's about perceiving and incorporating, perception and communication into everything you do. This Mm. woman is an art historian. She is phenomenal. And her book is definitely, I'm telling everybody to read it.
0: Okay. You told us to read it. I'm going to have to put it on my my reading list. All right, Liz, last question for you, for those out there in talent development, maybe especially in healthcare, but in talent development broadly, who are looking for more ways to achieve career success, what's one more piece of advice you would give?
1: I think one of the biggest things I would say, read widely. Don't just read things on learning and development, but read those, listen to podcasts like yours and a number of others that are good that, that make you think, but like I tell people, read the economist, read, you know, fast company, read the wall street journal, read widely and deeply. I am also a big believer in networking, but Mm. don't just network, you know, people, a lot of people mess that up. They just network for themselves, the Mm. get. they don't think about the give. And I'm a big one for networking broadly as well.
0: Yeah, well, we were uh, we came together as a, a product of networking, I guess you would say. We were introduced by Meredith Bell, who had yes. you on her podcast, and she's introduced right. me to a number of great people. And I'm grateful for that. I'm definitely big on reading and learning and big on networking. So I am all about that advice that you gave. So Liz, thank you again for being here. I really appreciate you taking time to have this conversation. I always love talking with you and I'm looking forward to talking with you more in the future.
1: It would be my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Uh, Likewise, take care. Bye-bye. All right, that will do it for our bonus Q&A episode with Liz Bruno, who is the VP and Chief Learning Officer at Baptist Health in Jacksonville. Hope you enjoyed that conversation, both of my conversations with Liz. She shared a ton of great insights and it's just really a lot of fun to talk to. In fact, we stopped recording And we just, we kept chatting and I had to run for another call, but I just wanted to keep talking with her because she's got some interesting things to share and she's working on some new things around career development. And so just really cool stuff going on, things that I'm interested in. Uh, What are you working on? I'm really curious to know. And do you have a community of people in L&D that you can share that with, that you can ask questions of? Because if you don't, I run a membership community that is perfect for that. It's called the Talent Development Think Tank, same name as this podcast. And we are all about bringing people together to help them improve their skills and capabilities as well as achieve more career success in the world of learning and development you can find all the info on our website along with our podcast and blog talentdevelopmentthinktank.com if you have any questions about it you can reach out to me or if you're interested in booking me for a keynote or speaking engagement i'm doing a lot of those recently in different organizations you can reach out to me andy at andystorch.com thank you again for listening i really appreciate you being engaged and being so ambitious in learning and growing in your own talent development career. If I could help you with anything, feel free to reach out. And I look forward to talking with you on our next episode.